Hey mom. Hey baby. This is Theory with an I. And this is Danny with a Y. And you are tuned in to Eating Rotten Apples. Hi everybody. Hi. I'm so sad that the season's coming to an end, but oh, I am wow. so excited. I'm so grateful for all the tuner inners or listeners um, and watchers um, every week for this you know, trial error. But we are excited that we are doing a new season, a better season, June. So fear not, we will keep on doing weekly updates and um, the Patreon subscribers, we are gonna do a live every Sunday, every Sunday at 1 a.m. So fear not, we are going to still be here and we are only taking a few short weeks so we can get the, the products and the equipment, the, the and, equipment the and the the team. So I'm really excited for this new upcoming podcast and it's a new and approved Eatin' Rotten Apples, but so I'm really excited. Uh, but we're closing out our season with questions from you guys. I posted on my Instagram yesterday and on Eatin' Rotten Apples podcast. Instagram and I asked you the viewers to ask us questions. So we are going to answer all of the questions that you guys asked. How ridiculous they are or how serious they are. We are going to ask answer all of them. Yep, yep, yeah. So um, you know, let's get started, shall we? I mean sure. I think there's some like personal questions in here that you guys are really going to really get to know us a little bit deeper. Yeah, I feel like we show a lot of ourselves and we're really real with you, but this is going to be like our most vulnerable and funny. Yeah, I think we're very transparent on yeah. what we talk about weekly, uh, but you know, there's always room for improvement. That's what I keep on saying because this is our first, it's kind of like a restaurant. It was our first go run, run, go run. Yeah. Running. So I guess we're trying to figure it out and with the season closing I feel like we have a lot of information that is going yeah. to improve our next season yes. which I'm really excited I'm about because so excited for we're doing a lot of the interviews with you guys and next season is really like for everyone else for everybody else you guys it's going to be about you and we're going to be doing more interviews so I'm really excited I'm really, a lot of people that you guys know a lot of people that you guys do know we so. do have a listing um we're also doing personal interviews with her father as yes. well that's going to be fun but yeah ready I'm ready all right first question is I sometimes miss the, the people I let go how do I overcome this uh it's okay to miss them yeah um and the fact that you still miss them means it was real for you. Mm -hmm. And all because you let them go and you miss them does not mean that they deserve a sitting at your table. Mm -hmm. And um, how I deal with it when I, cause I let a lot of people in my life go, um, how I just know the version of myself that I didn't like while I had those people in my life. Yeah. And I don't like my ver the version of myself that you know, felt like I had to be somebody that I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And then I look at the version of myself today. So that's exactly how I, I cope with it. I look at it differently. I'm like, okay, I didn't like that person that I was. I don't want to be that person. And when I'm around those people, that's how I I feel. I don't like the feeling. So I look at the new improved Danny and I use that. I use that as my holding hand. Like this is my hand that's going to cope me through anything. People miss people for various reasons. Mm -hmm. um, does not mean that they deserve a place in your heart and in your mind and in your circle. Hundred percent. What about you? 
the way I, it's so, so hard for me to like, it's not that hard for me to let people go. I can like, if you mess me up like one time, you're out of my life. But I miss them. But I feel like I resonate with you a lot is you just, I didn't like the person I was with that yeah. person. Or for me to get over them, I won't listen to music that reminds me of them. I don't do things that remind me of them. I distract myself with other hobbies. I try a new hobby just to like distract myself yeah. in a way. But um, you just have to think like, how were you with that person? How was your mental health? How was like, you guys mm -hmm. didn't work out for a reason. Yeah. And that's with friendships, relationships, family, family yeah. members, work co-workers and things like that so yeah. I always say put yourself first and I agree I am you have like one two three and I'm out I am I am very selfish when it comes to my peace I, I wasn't always when I was younger but now that I'm older and I know who I am I do not put up with a lot of shit from mm -hmm. people I don't keep people around me I have a very small circle and I keep I'm keeping it that way uh, unless somebody comes and they are just as equally as beneficial to me spiritually mentally financially as as i am so i agree next question have you ever had have you ever experienced abusive parents um i have i grew up with a very emotional emotionally and physically abusive mother my father was very absent in my growing up my my upbringing uh, but I feel like that generation, that's how they discipline. That's how they were disciplined. So I feel like my mom wasn't a, a horrible person because she will give you the shirt off her back. She will, she loves, protects, she protects. She's a wonderful person. Uh, did her being abusive cause me a lot of trauma? Absolutely. But are we working on that? Absolutely. Uh, but yes, my mom was very abusive verbally and physically when I was um, growing up, up until the day I moved out. No. She did get her butt whooped. She got three spankings. Three spankings my whole entire life, and I'm 20 years old. <laughs> and they were all from the age of one to 10. Yeah. So I, no, I've never been an abusive um, parent or relationship i've been in like a mentally abusive relationship but other than that, i don't know which yeah. that was traumatic yeah that was, was tough to get you through that one that yeah it was it was a like a five month relationship five month five month relationship yeah. it was like a, a five month relationship but five months is five months yeah. and that could, it could put you through a lot yeah it could deteriorate any kind of motivation that you have for your yourself any yeah. self-love any self-worth it takes 30 days to break a habit it mm -hmm. takes 30 days to create a, be a better habit five months of, yeah. of an extensive mentally abusing relationship that takes a toll oh, like it, it's just awful i have been in a lot of <laughs> physical and abusive abusive relationships but I was also emotionally and abusive towards my ex, so mm -hmm. it was a run-of-the-mill kind of thing, but thanks to therapy and growing up and unpacking my trauma, because again, I grew up in a household where I got beat a lot, like my mom was basically fighting us. <laughs> it was like close fist, close fist, anything that you could have, 
And mom, I love you. And we talk about it, we joke about it now. Not like in a joking matter. Like we are literally unpacking, unpackaging our traumas. Yeah. And you know, my mom's coming around to, you know, the fact that she grew up with her own traumas. And I, I respect her for doing that. But, but I was, I was very abusive in my relationships. All right. Which boob is bigger, the left one or the right one? Oh my God, my left boob. My left boob is way bigger than my right boob. This one kind of is like rounder, rounder. And this, my left one is like oval, but it's larger. My, it's like, yeah. I couldn't like, you could actually see it from when you look down. Oh yeah, it's same. There's like a significant difference. Yeah, my, um, right boob yeah, this is my right boob my right boob is smaller than my left one yeah I, I hate looking at it too like it's not like a crazy crazy like oh my god you could tell i could tell when she's naked but i could tell because yeah. it's my body and i'm yeah. like hmm. hmm this is also the boob i had a lot of issues with when i first got my boobs done so Ooh, yeah. um yeah i was also like you're also breastfeeding yeah, after breastfeeding, let me tell you, it took a toll on my boobies. My daughter wanted to rip my nipples off when I was breastfeeding. <clears throat> it was very, a very challenging time. Um, yeah, breastfeeding was not that great. How do you tell a family that you have had SA as a child? Ooh, how would I tell? Personally, for me, um, I this is a topic that I really don't like to put my like opinion in, especially because it hasn't happened to me. Um, you just I, like you just have to tell them. Like if anyone's going to help you, it will be. I mean, I can't always say that. That's the thing. You can't always say it'll be your family that will help you and believe you because a lot of the times, people do not believe because like I can't see that person like that. I that person didn't do that. But for me personally, I would just get the courage and tell them just because for me I have a mother that I know would protect me and she would believe me and she would have my back okay so this is a topic that I am very unfamiliar with I have never been sexually assaulted uh, I do have family members that have been sexually assaulted very close to me I've had friends that were sexually assaulted as well um, but they all had different avenues of how they handled the situation. There are some that are still in silence. There are some that waited a few years to come out. There are some that took different precautions, like where she start, she created this um, Facebook group of anonymous women coming forward. So I have read a couple of those stories. If I was a sexual, sexual assault survivor or victim, and I needed to tell a family member, is that the question? Overall, I would tell a trusted friend first. Yeah. I would tell a trusted friend, I would tell a trusted relative, so I would tell a church, I would tell a counselor at school, I would tell a, a doctor, a counselor at a hospital, the fire department also have services of help. Um, but if you, if it's somebody that's close to you and they, have the same surroundings and if you don't trust the surroundings to have your back then go to an outside trusted source like your friend your friend's parents somebody 
Um, I know it's hard. I've never been in this situation, so I feel awful for even responding. But this is what I would do. Me personally, I would tell my sister. Me personally, I would tell my mom. Me personally, I would tell a counselor at school. Me personally, I would tell somebody at church. I personally would tell my trusted neighbor if that is who I look to for support and comfort. But I don't know your situation. I don't know anybody's situation. And I know it takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. and that's scary. It's fucking scary. The and I, scary. I would never take that away from you because you guys have went through something that was not ever supposed to happen to you. And uh, so that's what I would do. I'm, I'm sorry if I did not answer your question, but that is the only thing that I could say because I, I've never been through yeah. that. said it better than me. I'm like, I, it's something that I feel so uncomfortable talking about because I just, it's very unfamiliar yeah. and I don't know the trials and tribulations that it really takes to sit there and be like mom, dad, yeah. brother, yeah. aunt, this is what happened to me because you just don't, like look at me, I'm like, you would like to think or believe that you would be comfortable, even with the com the relationship that you and I have. Yeah. You would still probably probably you would have that in your head. Like, wait, hold on. Like, and then there's a lot of people. It's like, like my one of my close friends. Like, I was not a victim. I was not a victim, and I'm like, but you were, honey. Like, yeah. she was like, I don't want anybody to see me as a victim, and those are also things that you have to. You don't believe that could ever happen to yeah. you. Yeah, and then it's like, well, will anybody believe me because I'm very sexual or mm -hmm. I was drunk or and it takes, I, I take my hat off to any survivor or victim that has spoken out um, and anybody that hasn't spoken out because I, my heart is with you. My heart is really, really with you because it's something that should never have happened. Mm -hmm. How old is Theory? Theory is 20. How old are you? I am 38. How do you feel that you're almost fucking 40? I love it. Really? I don't, you know what? It's so funny. Like, I love it. And then I look at my, the mirror and <laughs> I know it's awful. I look at the mirror and I'm just like, oh, I used to be so youthful. I used to be, and it's, I'm only 30 something. I know. So what's the issue? Because I see a difference in my skin and in my face yeah, and my yeah. voice and everything. And like you said, you just remember what it was like to be younger. And yeah. I do. You're the same person with just a little bit more life that you lived. I have a little bit of life on my face. Yep, you went through 154 decades. All right. <laughs> Are you guys originally from Philly? If so, what part? Okay, I am not originally. I am not either. Yeah, we're both mar married. We are both born in Maryland. I was born in Havid Grace. I was born in Elkton. And um, I left home at 16, moved to Philadelphia when I was 17. And I got pregnant, was going to give my daughter up for adoption in Maryland to a relative. And um, as soon as I gave gave birth, birth, as soon as I gave birth to her, uh, we moved back to Philly. So she was raised in Philadelphia. But I was born. But she was born in Maryland. She was conceived in Philadelphia. But I was born in Maryland. <laughs> she was born in Maryland and then she was raised in Philadelphia. And then we moved to Philadelphia, back to Maryland when, you know, mm -hmm. uh, nine years ago. Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't. I, I love the life that we do have. I'm yeah. very comfortable. I think that it was needed. Yeah, for you. For me, yeah. How do you discipline your daughter? Okay, back then, because there's a difference. So, uh, words have always been um, my discipline tactic. But when she is really punished, I do, I did take her her stuff away. And half of the time, I really didn't have to punish Theory because Theory would always punish herself. When she would get a bad grade, which would be considered a C, she would punish herself. She would give me her cell phone, she would give me her computer, she would put herself in a room and she would end up studying. I really didn't, I had the easiest kid to raise. Um, she did act out. I mean, she, Every kid acts Every out. Every kid acts out. But when it came to discipline, it was a lot of communication. It was a, a lot of, we're going to sit down and have a talk. It was a text of, we're going to have a family meeting. If she didn't clean, if she kept on lying about cleaning, or like, it was a lot of sit downs and talks or taking away the cell phone. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of um, reflecting. But grounding, I didn't do a lot of punishing. I really didn't. Like Tina, when was, Tina came along, that's when, when Tina she, came along. That's when I was like, punish, 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 punish. Which yeah, I. That was hard because I was like, why, why, yeah, there why was is she punished? I feel like at that time when Tina came along, I was getting punished. There was no communication. I wasn't getting communication from Tina. I'm like, why, why am I getting punished? Or like, how can I fix it so I'm not getting punished? Because I don't do good on punishment. I, for one, can't be in the house too long. I need to be outside. I can't be confined to my room without, like, life. Like, I just yeah, can't do yeah. that. So. Because you've never had to really do that. I never had to do that. So, like, the fact that it kept going, like, everything. I was just like, you know what? So, like, I was seeing her behavior and how it, like. I was changing. Yeah, so it was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have to step in and I would do the, the disciplining because we have two different very ways of raising children. And ever since then, discipline has always been my my thing. Yeah, I, I don't like punishments. I don't think that that's fair. Yeah. And I think talking and really giving the kid an understanding of what's wrong and what's right and really talking to the kid. And giving them a chance to better the situation. Yeah, don't not like, just punish me and then expect me not, not to do it the sit next time. Like, you're not giving me, like, any... The information. Yeah, I'm not learning anything. You'll just be like, go to your room, give me your phone, give me everything. I'm just like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. So, yeah. Discipline was um, easy, but it got rocky. It's like when you merge a family yeah. and you're merging a family and you're like okay mm -hmm. what roles is everybody going to play yeah. how how does this happen and not everybody understood the way i raised raised theory especially in the discipline department it was like yeah she's not grounded no like if if she does it again after we have a conversation exactly yeah. then we're going to take the cell phone away then we're going to have to have another long talk but then i'm going to let her know that i'm disappointed and now I'm frustrated because now I'm having to have this conversation with you again. again. Mm -hmm. And that's the role of the whole alcohol situation because you did it again. <laughs> that's when your curfew was getting shorter and shorter. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it came out as pan a while back ago. I I act strong. I don't know how to deal with homo homophobics as well. 
I don't think any of us, congratulations on coming out. Um, I don't know how to deal with homophobics. I don't know how to deal with anybody that has a dislike sort towards a certain person just off of a general part of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand them. I avoid them. I allow them to have their opinions. Yeah. I don't insert myself in their lives. I don't insert myself in their conversations. I can, I just stay the fuck away from them because mm-hmm. I have a t- see me personally. I have a temper. I know. I'm I like, mm-hmm. I don't deal well with ignorance, so I stay the fuck away. Um, if you don't know how to deal with it, definitely just turn the other cheek. It's unfortunate. I do know a lot of people that are very vocally and they can stand toe to toe. I am not that person. I wish I was. I am the same way. I actually just got my first dirty look yesterday. Yeah. From an old lady. I was holding my girlfriend's hand and she was like looking at me in disgrace. And I, you know, I looked at her and I thought about it and I was like, I just kept walking. I mean, like, I'm not dating you. You're not dating me. I'm not your child. You don't know me. So there's no reason for me to take your opinion and feel for it and, like, be upset about it. I just don't care. I'm a person that never cares. If you are homophobic to me or racist to me, that's your opinion. That's what you think. That's how you want to live. That's fine. Don't throw it on me. But I don't care. Yeah, you can't really do anything with anybody's opinion anyway. You have to do things in life that's beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. And if that if that makes you happy, do it. Yeah. Don't do anything or be around people that's going to make you feel like this or when feel like this. you're really like this. Yeah. Always be this. Always be this. Mm-hmm. But congratulations to you, love. How many kids do I have? I have one. But I do have seven got kids and a whole bunch of nieces and nephews. I have zero kids. Well, I have one. I have a dog. But oh, are we counting our fur babies? Uh, well, I'm not. A, I don't have a kid. Kid. Um, I want three. I want two boys and one girl, or all boys. But I know I'm probably gonna get all girls because I put that in the universe. Sometimes I forget who the mom is and who the child is, like appearance-wise or mentally-wise. I think us. Wait, let's talk about us. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, mentally, no, I'm the mom. Say no. No, it's never like that. I think people may forget who the parent is because we do do skits where it's like reverse. We also- because I, I'm always, I feel like if you treat people a certain way, they're going to treat you the same. So if I'm caring and nurturing and understanding, she's going to treat me the same way. And then she's going to treat everybody the same way. So she is very mature in that aspect. So I think that that's maybe why you forget. Because she's also giving me advice. Because yeah. in real life, she really does give me advice as well. I was going to say that. I was like, we also <laughs> taught, each, taught each other so much and like helped each other grow up. Mm-hmm. And taught, we just taught, taught, taught each other, gave each other advice. So it's kind of like... And I will always, a little fun fact that you guys don't know, I always give Theory flowers or write a long post or get her something for Mother's Day Mm -hmm. because I was young when I had her and she did. She's taught me so much about being a mom. I could not be the mother that I am today. I couldn't be the individual that I am today without the 
courage, strength, and nourishment of my child. Yes, I give her the same in return, but she has made me a better mom. So she does get her flowers. I'm sorry. That's true. I was actually just telling Haley that. And she was like, really? I was like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. I celebrate Mother's Day for my child because she's, you know, she helped me become a mom. Why do my parents not support me? Barry is so lucky to have them have you as a supportive mom. Um, parents are jerks sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times parents don't even know that they're not being supportive. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of parents and kids that I talk to together and there's such a disconnect in the conversation. It's like the kid thinks that they're being very vocal about what they want, their hopes, their dreams, their aspirations, and their yeses, their noes, their boundaries and all that, but they're really not. And then they're assuming that the parents automatically read their mind. And that goes both ways. There's a lot of times that the parents think that they're telling their children what they want from them and their expectations, mm -hmm. or they feel like they're actually being there for them and conveying their feelings and receiving theirs. In all reality, they're not. There's such a disconnect sometimes where parents think that they're doing the best that they can and the kids are not receptive of it and vice versa. There's a lot of times that the, the parents are really doing what they're supposed to do and their kids can just be like, you know what? They're not understanding who I am as an individual. Yep. Sometimes parents lose the fact that your emotions are not their emotions. And they think by treating you guys the way that they want to be treated is better and beneficial. But in all reality, you guys need to be loved and nourished and taught in the way that you guys need and not the way that we need. I don't know if I'm answering these questions. You are. No, that was the answer. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm answering the question. But my advice to any parents that are listening, raise your children the way that they need to be raised, not the way that you want to be raised, not the way that you want to raise. It's easy to say, I want you to be this. I want little Jimmy to this and this and this. And you try to instill that image of who you have in your head into your child but deep down inside jimmy wants to fucking be a lawyer jimmy wants to fucking paint his nails pink jimmy's favorite color is pink like we keep on having these expectations of what we want at in our ch children and we don't listen to who the fuck they are mm -hmm. we miss so much we miss so much of finding out who our kids are mm -hmm. i agree with that amen to that one sister but i don't want to always say that it's intentional i don't think that your parents are not listening to you or not loving you the way that they that you want to be loved i think it's a big gap of communication that's missing mm -hmm. on both parts and not not saying that this is all the time but some of the times just a little bit of more open conversations can actually help it's resolved so many of my friends relationships with their girls because i'm like yo okay well i don't think you're really listening to exactly yeah. what she's saying yeah and vice versa we kind of did this earlier, but how do you know when it's time to move on from a friendship? When it no longer serves you. And that could be mentally, spiritually. I found myself being drained whenever mm -hmm. I would see this person's name pop up, when I would hear this person's name pop up, 
when I felt like I was about to go around this person, I felt mentally exhausted already. Didn't even have a conversation. I felt like I was already pre-meditating a response from a conversation that I probably would already have with this person. I would already, I would start having anxiety around the, these people. And that's when I knew I had to change. Like, I, I couldn't. I have always exited a friendship with a response of the reason why. I have never left a friendship without saying, hey, and it's all, always out of good love and it's always, hey, I love you, but I love me more. This is draining. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I haven't had a conversation prior before. So, and I, I tell you, I have a very short window of like correct the shit when you're around me or I'm not gonna be involved in your life. Yeah. So, I I just exit left. <laughs> I let people know like, hey, this behavior, I don't like it. The way you talk to me, I don't like it. The way you talk to this, these people, I don't like it. The way you are like hurting my soul when I'm around you, I don't like it. So if you're not adjusting and not saying be a different person, because if you are, that is quarrely, that, like, that's, that's who, you, who are. you are deep down inside, then we are not meant to be friends or acquaintances or family members. I don't fucking care. Amen. Um, you gotta go. Mine's is when everything you do annoys me. Oh yeah, it's the ick. She's been teaching me the ick. Yeah, like I have this one friend and everything that they do or say, I'm like, mom, like, are you serious? And they're like, this is insane. I'm like, I know, like, I it's cannot. Dead. It's insane. So when I get annoyed, I mean, I get annoyed easily by everyone. Mm -hmm. But, like, this is different. Like, when I get oh. annoyed every single day or drained or exhausted or just, like, anxious when you text me or I'm dreading it, yeah. that's when I know. Like, I, I want to look forward to when my friend texts me. Like, yeah. I just got, like, four texts, and I want to get off of here so I can respond because I enjoy the conversations. Yeah. I enjoy what you bring out of me. I feel like you offered the same thing morally, valually, into a relationship mm -hmm. as I do. Yeah. So it's like, and we all have an understanding of our boundaries. I mean, but, like, the friends that I do have, they respect my boundaries and I respect theirs yeah. like a hundred percent if there's something that I'm uncomfortable with they're not going to keep on talking about it sure and I have cut friends off for that shit too like, unless, unless it's me I'll bring it up like I'm just kidding no I mean I, I, had, a, I had a I had a person that was always talking about cocaine and I was like I'm very uncomfortable I'm very uncomfortable I'm very uncomfortable I remember that and then it was like why are you still talking about it? I'm telling that exit left. Cocaine is a very triggering topic. I can have a conversation about cocaine. I just don't want to, I don't want to hear people talk about another crackhead or a cokehead yeah. or I don't want to, I don't like that because I was once upon a time that person. I don't like when people down people that have been on drugs, like, oh, they deserve it. Oh, I wouldn't they reciprocate put them. In that situation. Yeah, I wouldn't reciprocate that. I wouldn't res resuscitate them if they OD'd. I will leave. We're not going to continue to have these conversations. And yeah, you know who you are. This question is for me, how good of a mom she is. One through 10. You can, you can be a little generous now. No, I'm going to be honest because that's what I am. 
I'm gonna give you a 9.5. That's yeah. a good, that's good. That's good, because you're almost at a 10, but there's just, like, room for improvement. Room, yeah, there's room for improvement, but I don't really know what else you need to improve on. I mean, I do have a good <laughs> wish. I wish I would be that mom. I'm very jealous of this, because Tina is the doctor appointment person. Oh, I wish God. I could make you doctor's appointments. Why? Because I feel like I always wait until the last minute to make your doctor's appointment. And Tina does it like months in advance. I, I feel like she does. She she keeps our doctor's appointments in check. Like yearly. Yeah. Like we yearly have appointments. Our dentist Every six months we have our appointments. <laughs> she she does. She makes them for us. And um I will have an appointment in January. She'll be like, Okay, well the next one's in March. Yeah. Literally that happened this year. Yeah. I I'm not that mom. I know. I wish I could yeah. be that type of mom. Yeah. Uh yeah. That's I really wish. it though. Like I think you're a perfect mom. We just have like there's a lot of growth that we both need. Yeah. Like I I would put me as like a nine point nine child rating. Oh. That's odd. How are you going to rate yourself? No, honestly, I'd rate myself like an 8.5 because um, I have like... I would two. rate you would at you a 9.2. Okay, I could take that. At least <laughs> like 9. Yeah, I would. You're high. You're high. Yeah. Um, but no, you would be a 9.2. Theoretically, I would put you at a 10. But okay. like improvement growth person improvement as yeah i will put you at a 9.2 because <laughs> go ahead um you know why why you know why because i have an attitude problem yeah <laughs> like <laughs> say it <laughs> Yes. Uh, I want to ask this question. I know it's not on here, but it's a question I wanted to ask. But what you could be honest with me, my feelings won't be hurt. Would you be my friend if I wasn't your child? Yes. Would you? Yeah. Okay. I I naturally not throwing signs out there, but I'm naturally just drawn to Aries anyway. I mean, yeah, I know that, um, but like would I like when we were at our bottom, absolutely not. <laughs> well, we were in California now. No, I would have been your friend in California. Yeah. It was but, coming back. Yeah, coming back from California, we would never have heard. Yeah, I was we like. Enemies. 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 It wasn't that we would have been enemies. I I mean, you probably would have hated me because I was. I'm very flippy. I just don't like repeating myself. And she's an adult. So it's kind of, I can't punish her. She's an adult. Like, yeah. she, I can't do anything. Ooh, it's just I was like, so happy to be 18. I was like, go ahead, put it. Yeah. Like, I was like, but no, but when she became an adult and she was making adult, adult decisions that I just could not get behind in the way that she was handling things, I was just like, no. No. I, I don't like this character. I don't know who this is, but this is not cool. And I, I mean, I told her, but it was like, she was coming to me with the same... Thing. It was the same problem over and over and over and over and over again. And I cut people off for that shit. Like, do not keep doing this shit. And I had to tell her, like, yo. I cut my friends off for this. Like, I cut I cut family members off for this. So it's, like, getting to a point where you're irking me. I love you. But, but if you're not going to do anything to improve your situation and you just want to keep on coming to me with the same. It wasn't even, like, a word different. It was the same 
thing over and over and over and over and over again. And I was just like, oh my God, girl, like, I can't help you. I can't help you. Stop coming to me. Because if you're not taking any advice that I'm giving you, like, why? I don't take anyone's advice. Uh, that was so, around there, that's probably where I would have been with, like, not cutting you off. But, this but if you were my friend, you know how I would just like pick your dignity up a little bit. I would have been like, bitch, you have no fucking dignity. Like it would have just been. Mom was like, Mom, welcome to the bed. She said, is this your, is your dignity under here? Where is it at? Where is it? I was like, gone. I love California. <laughs> but but no. I was in New Mexico. Yeah, you have standards and you have so much going for yourself. And I just don't want you to be in a situation where you are being beat down. Beat down mentally. And I'm just going to keep on watching you like just be kicked with around over and over again and you're like it's my fault i was going through it yes you were and i was trying to be as supportive as you would let me but it was like it was hard i know, I know. y'all I, I had to deal with it too would you be my friend i would absolutely be your friend oh would you yeah you're a really good person oh thank you i don't say nice stuff so i won't say that again <laughs> i would be my friend too would you? I would. I would be my friend. Um, would I be my friend? You're mean. Me and my friend. If me, if there was another version of me, we would probably be fist fighting. Yeah. She? Like, I got a smart But mouth. you are so kind. So kind. I'm such She a will give the shirt off of her back. I will give you my but, all, but don't make me mad. Don't ask for blankets if you're sleeping together because it's not going to happen and she's going to have an attitude. Feed her when she starts saying that she's hungry. The first time, not the second time. <laughs> because she is going to get me gradually with every syllable of I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> if she is tired, please let her take a nap. Please make sure that Theory has three to four naps a day. <laughs> and don't overly exert her to do anything other than getting up, washing her face, playing with her puppy going to do the things that she wants to do. Please don't ask her to do anything. And if she says no, no, it's not. leave it there. Just just don't. Thank you. How to be serious from 101. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all of those. Yeah. If you do, oh, and Please don't, don't hug her. Don't hug me. Don't repeat yourself. Don't, don't talk stare about, at her too long Don't either. stare at me too long. Don't talk about the same person or same thing every single conversation. Yeah. There's a lot to go into our friendships. You don't, be, you don't have to be perfect, but just don't annoy me. I hate being annoyed because then I annoy myself because I'm like, theory, it's not that serious. But like it is, because why are you talking? Why are you talking? Oh, hold on. Don't breathe too loud. Don't breathe too loud. Don't walk too loud. Don't make no noise. Don't have your phone up to the volume of 100. Yeah, God forbid. Trying to overhear her phone, like <laughs> don't put your head on my shoulder. Yeah, I'm just okay. But all seriousness, the five things: don't do, don't touch me, don't talk about the same thing, don't purposely try to annoy me. God, please don't, don't be silly. Don't. Hey, you can be silly. I can be silly. When she wants to be. When silly. I want to be. silly. But if you're just waking up, if you guys are just waking up, please don't be silly. Oh, when we're just waking up, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't breathe. Haley be like all over my face. I'm like, 
Stop. <laughs> Stop. Like, okay. I love you too. But yeah, I would I would still be your friend. Thanks. I would still friend. be your friend knowing the things that I know. And not I'm not being biased. I just like your personality traits. Like I love that you have so much to offer everybody when it comes to advice. You're very nurturing. You're very protective. You're very you have a huge heart. You're smart. You find ways to improve every situation. Yeah. You you know, you come with a glass half full. I'm blunt. You're very honest. And you're not like rude. I'm not rude. You're you're very honest and a lot of people don't know how to it, take yeah. that. And they take it as being rude. And I'm one of those people be very blunt and honest with me. I am one of oh. those constructive criticism kind of people. Like, give me criticism, tell me what I need to improve on because that's what you do in life. You evolve, you revolve, you keep on the revolution of human humanity. That's what you're supposed to do, right? I have to tell my mom real quick. So, like, I, I respect people that are not rude. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be rude. But it can be true. It can be true, but it doesn't have to be rude. Yeah, you could say it in a nice way. Yeah, I say it in a like a, in a listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because it's not nice. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, but yeah, I'm very honest as well. So yeah, we're both like, very. I love that about us. We're very honest people. I'm very honest, and if you ask me, can I ask you something? And I always ask, do you want the truth? Because it's not always gonna. You're not always gonna get the answer that you want. Mm -mm, or you want to hear? Yeah, I don't. I don't kiss butt. Like yesterday, my girlfriend called me. That was awful. That was, was wrong timing. It was wrong timing, but it was right. It was. Haley called me. Whatever. And I was like, "Well, just do better." And mom's like, "Theory." And she had to jump in and like say like what I was really supposed to say. <laughs> I had to say what I said after, but I was like, "Just yeah. do better." Like, I short and sweet like you do better like you know the truth you know what you got to do so why aren't you doing it but there's always a time and a place for like how you can be honest like I feel like she needed to hear everything I said like she, oh, she needed to hear what I she said, said. because she did. it was it's true mm -hmm. it's true right 100% but there's always a time for you to come in and be like, this is the reason why you need to do better. You know, something yeah. like that. Not yeah. like in a time of desperate need of affirmation. <laughs> well, why don't you actually do this better then? Like, yeah, I mean, but that would be a conversation while you guys are in a good, after. Yeah, or like a better headspace. Because yeah. when you that go straight true. in for a killer like that, people are automatically going to get on the defense like i am i do i i like of yeah. course instead it's True. like okay of say sorry okay. of course but you have to get them there you have to get them to a mental space where they can be open to constructive criticism say that, like i'm not doing well i know i'm not doing well yeah so it's kind of like hey this is yang 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 the third one two three four five this is incredible like okay look at here like hey remember but you don't like it here right so these are steps that you could take to not be back here because you don't like it i like that so yeah, yeah it's all I, about i agree with that <laughs>
I am hoping that you guys enjoyed the questions. I am really sad about this season closing. I, I I am actually excited for our last guest of the episode of the season. So really, really excited. And um, but don't forget to review, leave reviews, leave comments, share the podcast. That is what we need you guys to do is to share and review the podcast. Mm -hmm comment be honest and be honest uh because that's why the next season, season yeah the next season is going to be different because you guys have get, given us so much to work with you guys there's this incredible guy jim he has been in like my dms every day and he's like hey i listen to this how about do this that and the third here's my um assistant she's going to help like just just if you guys here. love the show, if you guys enjoy listening to us talk, if you guys feel like we could talk about something more or go deeper in a conversation, please let us know because that's why we are here. We're trying to improve the world. <laughs> We're just going to improve relationships. That's what we want to do. But until next week, my name is Stay with an I and this is Danny with a Y and you just eaten rotten apples. Right.